Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Welcome again to my channel, and I'm just going to pick up and talk about uh, the first thing that's on my mind today, which is... Um, this idea of the psychological impact of um, masks and social distancing and all this stuff, I think what's happened during this this uh, pandemic um, that's been really interesting is uh, the you know whether or not you agree with the uh, measures that have been taken um, to to mitigate the you know damage of this COVID thing. Um, I think the thing that's interesting is that we've incorporated into our day-to-day life these these really significant symbols. You know, we've covered the face um, for one, and we've social distance uh, for for two, and um, and you know, reg- I, I think regardless of where you were when this whole thing started, uh, philosophically, theologically, you know, medically, scientifically, what your concerns were or weren't about what was going on. Um, it's just interesting how the moment that it, it's interesting how big an impact psychologically and emotionally these symbols can have on us. So, um, what I feel like I've seen happen in the world is that people have become potential contagions you know, people have become threats um, that you need to protect yourself against and from. And and I think the reality is that people are already, uh, by nature, I think we're antisocial at some level. I mean, I, I, obviously, I think we're social by nature as well. Um, but I think that there's this, this sinful desire to be alone and to be away from people and to not have to deal with people. And I think COVID's really played into that. You know, people have kind of squirreled themselves away in their homes. They've got their Netflix. They've got their Amazon. They don't really need to leave. And uh, and I think if somebody does that pre-COVID, it's like, hey, man, you know, like, you need to get out. You need to see people. You need to stop being weird. You need to stop being alone. But COVID's like, yeah, good. Good for you. You're doing uh, you're doing everyone a favor. Thank you for your for your sacrifice, you know. Um. What I'm seeing, though, a year and a half later is I have friends who are still are, are now more than ever dealing with major COVID anxiety or their or their spouses are dealing with major COVID anxiety. I reached out to a friend the other day um, to invite he and his wife to go to a concert with my wife and I. And he just said, man, we'd love to. We love that artist. But we're still dealing with some serious COVID anxiety, you know, and it's like, golly, man. I mean, it's been a year and a half and you guys have masks, you guys have vaccines, you know, this thing has run its course through millions and millions of people and uh, millions of people have gotten vaccinated. Like how much more do you want for a disease that's got a 99 point what, you know, survival rate. Um, so it's just, it's amazing to me how being a good little citizen, good little boy and girl following the rules, following the science, you know, this the science, which to me, I think the best definition of science right now is whatever it is 
Anthony Fauci says tomorrow. You know, it's not what he said yesterday or what he's saying today. It's whatever he says tomorrow. That's what science is. Um, and it's a crazy thing that we found ourselves in a, in a time and a place where the term science has just been hijacked um, by the people. The, it, it's now science is no longer a process. It's no longer a, a, um, a tool for discovering truth or analyzing truth. It's become now uh, a, a trademark that's owned by people who have the appropriate degrees, you know, and, and so we now have this tyranny of experts. And if you're not an expert, you, your opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if what you're saying is completely common sense or uh, or scientifically based, right? Um, shut up, you know. You're not you're not an expert. I'm an expert because I've got some letters behind my name. Um, I've got the right letters behind my name, so I can speak to this issue. And you know, I, I just think it's I think it's um, it's it's the new religion. I mean, that's the that's the irony is that the people who are not religious, anti-religious, um, have this blind faith in the science. And the science, when you dig into it, is like, well, whatever Anthony Fauci said, whatever the FDA said, whatever the prophet uh, said, whatever the guy in the robes, or it's not robes because it's not a church, it's a, it's a white coat. That whoever's got the white coat and they're saying the right incantations, the incantations are these this medical scientific jargon that none of us really understand. We just trust that it means something important and powerful. That's where we're at. Um, and, and so we've got, we've got this religion, this new religion of, of scientism, you know, and we've got, it's got its own prophets. It's got its own, um, it's got its own, you know, um, religious jargon, uh, religious language. And, and it's, it is the public, um, it's the you know it's it it, it it and it demands um, obedience. It demands that its followers, it, it you will be shunned and excommunicated from the church if you uh, if you step out of line um, and you don't uh, and and you go against the teachings of the church. This is of scientism. I just think that's where we're at, and and it's sad because um, I love science, I love medicine, I love um, I love skepticism. And I, I loved, uh, I love, I love being in, in environments where you have thoughtful people that are debating about big ideas. Um, and, uh, and I feel like, man, it seems like just not that long ago that kind of stuff happened. Um, and, and I, I don't know, uh, you know, something to think more about, but, but it seems like overnight that, that switch was flipped and, uh, and, and maybe not flipped, but just revealed, you know, how, how little training and actual interest people had in free thought and, and um, debate and how you just introduce a little bit of fear um, stoked by a professional, um, a, you know, scientific uh, uh, precision uh, um, panic porn, you know, uh, the, which mainstream media has got, panic down to a science and and we've just got a steady drip of of panic and worry that, that are being fed to us you add that with with this this lack of basic training in logic and critical thinking that most of us have because most of us got degrees got useful degrees you know a 
i.e., you know, very narrow degrees that teach us how to be a slave in a very specific, specific um, area rather than being given uh, a free man's education, the liberal arts, um, which unfortunately uh, most of us haven't gotten. You know, that's that's the silly degree that the, that the hippies get. And granted, liberal arts degrees at most colleges are worthless um, because for other reasons uh, we'll talk about in another video maybe. But um, anyway, I just wanted to talk about the liturgy of masks, and uh, and I and I say liturgy, you know, meaning a church worship. You know, the, the, I'm trying to invoke the idea of worship. Um, the, these are symbols. You know, it's like if you see Catholics on Ash Wednesday, they put a you know, there's a there's a cross that they put on their forehead, and it's in your face. You know, um, you see it, and 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 now. Um, you get the the public kind of, um, you know, uh, civil religion of tolerance, uh, and and you have to you have to put the you know the the yellow equal sign on your car as your symbol uh, that that you are you are tolerant, dadgummit. You're 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 tolerant um, of of gay people, and if you if you don't put that on there, then you're not, um, or you're or you're. Uh, coexist you know bumper sticker um so there's all these like symbols that people are supposed to put on themselves um in the in today's civil religion and and you know it, it there's no our hearts and our minds and our bodies are all interconnected and so what you put on yourself um in it, it reflects uh re reflects your beliefs um and, and it goes, it's a two way street. So uh, sometimes what you, what you do with your body, uh, has a way of, of solidifying your beliefs, um, or, or, um, creating, you know, your, your beliefs. Um, my old pastor in Idaho, Doug Wilson, uh, used to say your theology comes out of your fingertips. And it's a statement that it, it, it's, there's two ways to think about it that are both, uh, part of that, that statement. A, um, what you believe should come out of your fingertips. So if you believe in, in, um, in truth and equity and mercy and justice, then you should live that out. You should be able to see that in your dealings with people. And the reverse is if I look at the way you act, if I look at you extorting poor people, or I look at you having no compassion on the the weak or the powerless or or not loving your neighbors then i know what you believe you know it doesn't really matter what you say you believe um you're i can see it displayed um so in the same way i think these you know there were some of us um who were very 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 hesitant to put masks on uh, myself being being one of them i i i wore a mask i, I could probably count on on one hand the number of times i wore a mask over this last year and a half and uh it's because i I know that putting a mask on is me, you know, assenting uh, that I'm scared of people and that I'm scared of this virus uh, or whatever. Um, and I'm also communicating to other people that it's okay to be scared of this thing. You should be scared too. I'm a contagion. You're a contagion. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to communicate that because I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the case. Um, I believe this thing sucks. I hate that people are dying um, and, and getting sick. But this is the world we live in. You know, viruses come and go, different viruses. 
thank the Lord, this is not a very bad one, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Um, we've done our darndest to make it worse um, by giving it nothing but time. Um, by, you know, again, where was the debate? If we lived in a truly scientific society, there would have been a, a vibrant, healthy public debate about different strategies for, for, um, for addressing this, this pandemic. Um, there were a lot of us who, you know, liberal arts people that just have uh, learned how to use our brains who said, now, wait a second, wouldn't it be just smart to isolate the vulnerable, protect them as best we can, and then let this thing, if, if it doesn't, if, if it's really not very dangerous for most people, at least the first variant, wouldn't it be best to let it run its course as fast as we can, maybe even, you know, like the Sweden option at some level. I mean, they, they weren't like intentionally having it run through as fast as they can, but they just said, let's not social distance. Let's not mask generally. Um, and won't that, won't that natural immunity provide a really robust protection for most people? Um, and, uh, but you know, there was, there wasn't debate about it. And, uh, and at least there wasn't public debate about it. Uh, I didn't hear that option floated on mainstream media or, or, um, amongst, you know, uh, people that were making decisions. And so it was a very top down, you know, we've got a hammer and, and, you know, that it's kind of like modern healthcare and I'm going to, I'm trying to go on another rant, um, because this is another video, but, but we've just this bias towards intervention, you know, um, if we can do something, um, with a drug, let's do that. That's probably the best thing to do. And so in the case of, you know, the biggest killers in America, which are heart disease and, and obesity and, and diabetes and things related to, to metabolic health, the best thing we can do is statins, you know, and drugs and insulin, uh, and, and those kinds of things. Well, the, the reality is that it's not the best thing. I mean, it's like, that's like way down on the list. The best thing is to get people, you know, healthy, you know, uh, diet but diet's the biggest thing. If you can get people to fix their diet, I mean, and, and for a doctor to scare someone straight and go, look, you're going to die. You're going to kill yourself with this disease. I can give you drugs that, that will make a small impact. But the real thing that will be life changing is if we can fix your diet and you need to do this or you're going to die and let's get to work on it. The problem is like that, that, that assumes that a doctor does what the word doctor means. He teaches and, uh, and, and he gets, uh, you know, uh, his, his patient to understand their situation and get involved in the solution instead of, uh, I have a problem. You're supposed to fix it. Write me a prescription. Um, anyway, there's a, there's like 25 other things that contribute to that whole problem. And I'll have other videos about that. I'm sure. Cause it's a pet, a pet issue, but, but just to kind of summarize or, or, or recapitulate the, the thing I, I think is interesting is, We've the whole we've gone through this whole kind of year and a half long experiment of everybody um, symbolically um, um, signaling that other people are dangerous and that this virus is really really dangerous and whether or not it actually is whether or not people actually are most everyone believes that now um, and it's it's happened it's subversively for a lot of people but but we're at a place where anxiety and depression are through the roof. I haven't seen updated numbers come out, but there's, there's anecdotal reports from all over that suicide is way up. Um, antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs are way up. And, um, and so, um, 
so I think we're really, um, we really need to think carefully and, and, um, be very slow to incorporate those kinds of major symbolic, uh, changes in our lives before, uh, before we incorporate them into our lives, um, I think we need to think about it. And so it's why our church never stopped worshiping, never incorporated masks into our worship services. We just said, if we really believe that God's in control, if we really believe that, that, um, that viruses come from God and, um, and he can, he can, uh, he can remove them when he wants to. Um, if we really believe that my days are numbered, um, that there's a day that God appointed for me to die. You know, um, there's a long, there's lots of <clears throat> conversations to have about this, about safety and, and all of that. And that's a whole other conversation, safetyism. But, but the bottom line is, is, um, I'm not going to change how I interact with people and I'm not going to change. Um, I'm not going to put symbols of fear and, um, on my face, you know, um, because I don't want to preach that message all day long of, of, uh, people being contagions and, 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 and a a fear, um, of death because I'm not afraid of death. Um, and, uh, and, um, and especially, you know, this, this virus is really not on my list of things that I'm super scared of. Um, and, and, uh, it would be if it was a more deadly virus or if there were more concerns, but there's, you know, I take bigger risks, every time I hop in my car and drive to the grocery store, uh, than I do, uh, gathering with people, uh, without a mask. And so anyway, there's my rant, 17 minutes, a little longer than I, I meant to, but this is the kind of junk that I'll be doing on this channel. And I hope that it's, um, helpful, beneficial to somebody. Thanks for tuning in.